morning. Morning, recovery people. Morning, Sam. It's a wet and windy morning. It's like the weather they had in Lido. But, um, yeah. So, we'll do what we did yesterday. A couple of readings. And, uh, yeah. Um, and off to sunny Majorca later. Hey, hey. Right, so it's June the 8th, from Opening Doors Within. What is your first thought on waking? Is it one of pure joy for another wonderful day, or do you dread what today might bring? Is it an effort to get into tune and into rhythm with this day? Can you wake up with a song of praise and thanksgiving in your heart? What a difference it will make for you when you can do it, when you can start the day by putting on rose-tinted spectacles and seeing everything through them throughout the day. Start out on the right foot. Be not concerned about tomorrow. The only thing that matters is today. What you do today and what you make of it. Simply know that you can and will make a real success of today. And that everything you do will be done perfectly. Know that everything you say will be said with love. That everything you think will be of the highest. And that nothing but the very best will be yours today. Well, yeah, that's a good little pep talk, isn't it, you know? Um, I must admit, I did wake up feeling in a good mood. And, uh, you know, I think, I think well, it's probably got a lot to do with the fact that um, I'm flying off to Mallorca later. <laughs> it's pouring my rain, but it's like, good, because I'm going somewhere sunny. But, um, you know, compared to back in the day, you know, when I was waking up hungover and I come down just thinking, fuck, I'm awake, you know, oh, you know, and just not wanting to wake up, just wanting to stay asleep, not wanting to get up and get on with the day. It's kind of different now, totally different. I can't bloody well stay in bed. I'm like, oh, just get up. I'm awake. Oh, I'll just get up, you know, even if it's five o'clock in the morning here I am again <clears throat> drinking my tea reading the paper and doing my step 11 but yeah it's very sort of um, power now this and um, what was it she said you know start the day on the right foot you know and that's what step 11 is all about it's just you know we was chatting to um, one of our listeners and outside the meeting last night, you know, and it's just simple, isn't it? You know, I mean, it's just get your head into gear, get it into the right frame of mind at the start of the day, and you're going to have a better day, you know? I mean, it's not it's not really rocket science, so just, yeah, do the programme and um, have a good day. So what do you think, Sam? Good morning, recovery people. Good morning, Al. Well, this is a very early start for me. Um, and the reading was lovely today from Eileen. Um, what's, your, what's your first thought when you wake up? And it's funny because the birds, um, there's a, a wire outside, like an electricity pole. And uh, the birds gather right outside my window here in Cyprus 
just like they do at home in Cheltenham on Cleve Hill. And um, my first thought when I wake up is I actually smile. I smile at the birds singing. So I've been doing the same here. And then um, I think of everyone else before me, amazingly enough. Um, <clears throat> and say my prayers and smile when I'm at home, when Al brings me a cup of tea and I can hear him in the kitchen getting my porridge on, which is fine because I do the evening meal. So it's great. Yeah, so that's what I think about in the morning. I'm happy. That's the main thing, I'm happy. And yeah, big day today, just um, getting mum and dad um, ready to go to Nicosia, the capital, um, for a specialist clinic for my dad. And uh, he's in good spirits, uh, which is great. And I just think today is going to be the best we make of it. And um, uh, I'm going from Larnaca to Nicosia to Larnaca Airport to fly to Bristol to hopefully meet Al, to go from Bristol to fly to our holiday that was booked ages ago in Mallorca. Um, so yeah, I'm going to make the best of today. And in the past, I would have got so trolleyed on the plane journeys. Um, wouldn't have been able to help my parents. Would have said, nah, I can't go to a clinic first thing before my flight. Um, so am I grateful today to be sober? Yes, <laughs> I am. And, um, oh, I think Al wants to record the other reading after this one so this is my first one and i'll read the second one and give you my thoughts bye bye right um take two part two june the 8th june the 8th alcoholics anonymous thought for the day once an alcoholic always an alcoholic we always get worse never better we're never cured our alcoholism can only be arrested no matter how long we have been sober, if we try liquor again, we're as bad or worse than we ever were. There is no exception to this rule in the whole history of AA. We can never recapture the good times of the past. They are gone forever. Will I try to recapture them? Meditation for the day. Your life has been given to you mainly for the purpose of training your soul. This life we live is not so much for the body as for the soul. We often choose the way of life that best suits the body, not the best, not the way that best suits the soul. God wants you to choose what suits the soul as well as the body. Accept this belief in a wonderful moulding of character as the result. Reject it and God's purpose for your life is frustrated and your spiritual progress is delayed. Your soul has been trained by the good you choose, thus the purpose of your life is being accomplished. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may choose what is good for my soul. I pray that I may realise God pur God's purpose for my life. There you are. That's a good one today, I think. Once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. Mm. Alcoholism can only be arrested. Yeah. And, it, you know, recapturing the good times of the past is... Just an illusion. And there were some good times. 
but it was always a price to be paid and they kind of got fewer and fewer you know the reality is that you know the the best that can be said about drinking in the end was it kind of got boring and then the the meditation part um yeah you know instead of just looking for you know immediate physical gratification now it's kind of it's, it's about delayed self gratification um but the the beauty of this is that by following the program that that involves you know denying yourself something that you you thought of as a pleasure you bec you come to change to the point where you see that it wasn't actually pleasurable and the the thought of drinking and using for me is no longer appealing i no longer consider that i'm foregoing something that's pleasurable it's more like i've escaped something that was painful you know and physically damaging you know something that was going to actually kill me you know so um you know and and i like that what it says there um you know i pray that i may realize god's purpose for my life you know it's nice that i think you know a lot of people want a purpose you know the that that's what um victor frankl wrote about in man's search for meaning which is a a book i'd recommend people to read about um, this Viennese psychiatrist who was a survivor of the Nazi death camps and wrote a book about it and you know he he noticed that the people that survived were the ones who had a reason to live and that that, that meaning having a meaningful life is what's important you know and you know a it gives you a uh, you know, it gives you a meaning straight away. You know, you get you use your primary purpose, stay sober, help other alcoholics. You know, and that's that's pretty good. You know, because it's you know, somebody asks you for help, it's um, it's pretty cool. You know, because you know it's such an important thing. You know, it's you know, and if you can help them, save their life, save you know, re, you know, restore their families' lives and everything like that. It's a pretty amazing thing to be able to do. You know, it really is, you know, and um and and having that focus and that primary purpose is absolutely essential to making a success of, you know, being a member of AA and then other areas of your life start to unfold, you know, and you can have multiple purposes, you know, depending on on God's will, I suppose. Anyway, I'm not gonna ramble on because that would be selfish. So uh, over to you, Sam, and uh, yeah, I'll see you later. So have a great day, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Right. <clears throat> the second reading. Um, yeah, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. Um, I believe that. I believe um, I crossed the line and drank alcoholically. And once I did that, I couldn't control it after that. Although I tried to. And that's um, what 
most um, alcoholics try for the first time. They try and control their drinking and then they keep having these sprees, as they're called in the book, and they don't understand how they've had them. So, yeah, I think, um, as it says in the book, the idea that we can control our drinking has to be smashed. And I like what it says uh, in the 24-hour thought for the day, is uh, in the history of AA, they've never seen an exception to the rule. Um, I'd like to meet someone that has totally managed to control their drinking and live a happy, worry-free life. Um, When I go out now, I don't need to worry. If I was controlling my drinking, I would be scared stiff. So I know which one I prefer to be. But if you're out there, that one person, well done to you. I'm sure you're very happy. Um, and I think, I think when once you accept that, you're not struggling with it anymore. You're not fighting. Oh, I'll be alright this time. Uh, gin and tonic won't hurt. Um, glass of wine. And you know, can we recapture the good times when it was all convivial? You see, I think if. In my head, if I ever think, oh, it'd be nice to have a drink, it's um, a really cold glass with condensation, nice yellowy um, Chardonnay, which I used to drink, although it makes my stomach turn thinking about it now. But that thought would be in my head. It wouldn't be um, stumbling to the kitchen, looking around for something in the morning that's got any drips of alcohol left in it slugging out of a can that's probably got some cigarette butts in um i don't think that's a glamorous and i don't think that's a nice and i don't think that's convivial and fun which it wasn't in the end so no i can't ever go back i can look fondly back of when i was drinking without any trouble yeah of course i can and i i don't uh, mind people being able to drink you know that's that's great for them but i know that I can't so I accept it and get on with it um, and also you know for me at the end um, I wasn't fun or good company I was slumped in a corner incoherent and usually crying so um, yeah and it's it's lovely I love the idea of soul training we're now training our soul we don't um, we used to think that our life was all about our bodies but now we're thinking deeper using our consciousness and thinking about our soul and maybe our purpose of life is being accomplished um i love that prayer for the day i pray that i may realize god's purpose for me in my life um i think i'm beginning to realize that um material wealth is not as important as spiritual wealth Um, learning to practice principles that I said about yesterday, Um, looking at my um, parents, how they're coping, real humility with with illness and courage and compassion from my mum and dignity from my dad. Um, Yeah, uh, these are values that, you know, I've rediscovered, rekindled by doing a spiritual programme. And... um, yeah, I've uh, I I've just learned quite a lot out here. Actually, I'm really glad that I've come out. It's only been four days, but 
that was one of those gut instincts, God instincts. I knew I had to come um, to sort a few things out, which I'm really pleased I've done. Um, so I'm going to leave it there. And hopefully the next time I talk will be in Mallorca um, with a different set of birds uh, to put a smile on my face. Hope everyone has a lovely day and um, see you all tomorrow. Bye.